Hello, my dear ones. I hear this microphone is a little too sensitive. I told him he needed a boom mic. He didn't believe me, but I hope I don't hit the desk too much. I know you probably hit it, but sometimes I get a little, yeah, yeah, you know. I just hate to see what's going on here where the lies and everything is hurting so many people, you know, like the chemotherapy lie and the stupidity behind that and the false hope that that this ridiculous modality is giving people. Yeah, we're going to radiate it the hell out of your tissues. We're going to poison you and, and kill all these billions of cells and hope that you will live a little longer. Oh, my God. So, sorry about that. But I uh, have to be careful here. <laughs> this is Molly. She's a 48-year-old female. Now, 5'4". So, when I see anything under, say, 5'9", the first thing I'm thinking about, no matter what ethnic group you're from, the first thing I'm thinking about is what? <laughs> pituitary. I'm thinking about your pituitary gland. And so that's something we have to look at. Whenever you see a symptom, you know that there's a pituitary involvement in probably the suppression of the other endocrine glands in some way or another. You have to just see how the symptoms manifest. But you can tell through that doorway and then looking at the iris uh, of the eye, you can tell which ones, obviously, by the lacunas. Or radius solaris. So radius solaris, same thing, basically, guys. Just a lot more involved, in my opinion. A lot more gut involved, a lot more genetically involved. She's 170 pounds. So that means that she's a little pudgy. 19 years whole health. First, thank you. Second, thank you. Second, I don't like eating anything. Can I use powdered fruit organic instead of actual food? Yeah, I don't see why not. You know. Well, I kind of know where you're coming from. I get to the point where I just don't want any food in my body. You know, it's just anything just seems to take away energy. I remember that, you know, I broke down into the vegetable kingdom a little bit because energy is pretty high just on fruit. And uh, I'd go out for lunch after I'd see my patients in the morning come back in the afternoon at lunch after eating a big salad and sit there about fall asleep from a salad. You know, I've learned a lot about vegetable energy versus fruit energy. Remember that case I told you? This is a MS case. The ambulance brought her. She, um, she was uh, prone stiff on a stretcher and 40, I still remember, she was 43 years old. Her arms were about that big around. And so she, she was stiff. She couldn't even turn her head. So two and a half months on fruit, just fruit. Now here's, here's someone you say, oh man, she's emaciated. Why are you just giving her fruit for? Let me tell you, a big reason. Full of nutrition. Look at the orangutans. See the orangutan that unzipped that guy's uh, coat? Guy took it off, orangutan put it on her. Here's a button. Smart. Rugamores. Two and a half months later, she's wheeling herself, sitting up, wheeling herself, and feeding herself. 
and I she came you know, working with her and she came in and I'm going man this this is great I'm excited right because here's someone that's stiff as a board advanced MS can't move and now she's sitting up feeding herself and wheeling herself incredible so I said let's I need to get you a salad in there or some greens guess what happened when she uh, started on her vegetables she went back and couldn't move anymore. And I'm looking at that, and oh my God, that was in my face like that. So what did I do? Went back and put her on fruit again. And that's just been in my face for all these years, some of these cases like this. This is about this individual. Second, I'd like to eat, okay. Uh, experience, my morning mushroom uh, blend with pure, uh, oh, pure chocolate, basically. Uh, astragalus, ashwagandha, turmeric, and pepper. I make everything from organic powder. Breakfast all powder, spirulina, kelp, yam, hawthorn, milk, thistle, nim. I alternate beet powder, uh, slippery elm, alma, lemon water throughout, handful of apricot kernels. Ugh, those are nasty. <laughs> I know, that was the big thing in cancers and stuff, you know, apricot kernels, and it's like... B-17, Laetrile. Yeah, I've worked with Laetrile for years. As a matter of fact, I used apricot kernel oil and all that in the earlier years. I always, though, however, send uh, some of the clients that had real hardened tumors down to Contreras Clinic in Mexico where he'd do Laetrile treatments to loosen up because it is kind of an anti-inflammatory and kind of help loosen up hardened tumors. I remember I had a lady that tumor had grown to her had a breast tumor had grown to her uh, rib cage and by putting her on a laetrile uh, IV down in Mexico they were able to loosen up a little bit for me it was uh, I was that was I learned that out of that but if you plan on eating some apricot kernels and and fighting cancers and stuff like that you're 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 not doing the right thing plus phew, man, pretty bitter well, I have to say this. Uh, where's your fruit? You've got herbs in here, you know. I like ashwagandha, astragalus, obviously. I'm not a negative fan against mushrooms, although, you know, we used to make our mushrooms. I don't anymore, but I, I like a good mushroom. Not the psilocybin type. Now, those were good. I've done those too. <laughs> but uh, where's your fruit? And I'd like to see more fruit. You know, breakfast should be living fruit. And so uh, I, spirulina, yuck. You know, Jensen was hooked on split cell. But uh, it was a gig between uh, uh, spirulina and what was the other one? Algaes. You know, that's the thing with blue-green algae coming out. And so, it was funny down here in Florida. We have a huge Lake Okeechobee. And, of course, a lot of, corru a lot of corruption in, uh, in the real estate and some of these, uh, even with the Corps of Ar Army Engineers. So, they were dumping the water runoff from uh, Lake Okeechobee so it would run off this way instead of Miami, the wealthier sections. And, uh, of course, we got a ton of blue-green algae. And blue-green algae is very toxic. And we have what's called red tide here. Oh, 
kills fish by the millions. So blue-green algae, and people are taking it like from Klamath Lake. Klamath Lake, pure lake, you know, use blue-green algae from Klamath Lake, blah, 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 blah. Been through all of that, spirulina. Uh, health is, 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 is your fruits, your berries, and your melons with some vegetables. You don't need to take algaes. People bitch about fungus, and yet you're going to take algae. I mean, algae grows on lakes that are fermenting that are break, breaking down. You know, they're, they're, it's toxic blooms. And yet you're eating them for what? I mean, if you're going to do something like that, go to kelp or dulse. Go into your seaweeds where you have a ton of minerals. I used to promote dulse and kelp all the time. Matter of fact, it's in some of my foods, superfoods. Because it's just packed with minerals. But the idea that more's better and that heavy minerals are going to save the day and all that, that's, that's insane. When you realize that the body is a lymphatically agglomerated body in most cases where you have acidosis, it's not about nutrition. Nutrition is in a grape. Incredible. Look at people that just live on frugivores, that just live on fruit. These guys are unbelievable. The endurance Look at yourselves and what you've been through. And not to say that we don't do vegetables for balance and things for balance. So get me with that. And to take a homo sapien on this planet and turn him into a, a frugivore exclusively might be a little hard because you have genetic memories. I remember that when I was just totally a fruititarian. And I also was lecturing on out-of-body travels, teaching people how to have out-of-body experiences. My body would cramp with energy, just cramp. And I, I just couldn't handle My cells could not handle the energy I was filtering through my beingness. And I had to cut my body down because I didn't want to cut my consciousness down. And so I, I, I had to balance my body out, believe it or not, so it wouldn't cramp so much. It's just that the cells couldn't handle that level of consciousness. I had to do it differently. So... There's a lot to this that uh, is hard to understand sometimes and explain sometimes because I can't say that I understand it all either because it just everything is a state of consciousness. And then we can translate that into frequencies of electromagnetic energy and then we can translate that down into organic chemistry. I mean, you just keep on going down into the more finite forms. Uh hard to grasp it all from a mental perspective. You have to have a more spiritual or consciousness perspective and that you have to not have trained mental images trying to understand something that the mind has not been trained to understand. You know, you can only witness and view something like that. So myself and I, I would, I would prefer to see a, a lot more uh, fruits living fruits and things like that. I can't see where that would be. You could powder them, I guess. Um, but you dry them out and powder them. But how you dry them and all that would be key essential to maintaining the consciousness and the nutritional uh, ratios properly. Because any type of heat changes chemical ratios. And that's, that's uh, you know, a little KO, cacao. Uh, turmeric, yeah. But, um, you know, I'm, 
yam, you got a little yam in there, which I can see that for progesterone. You remember all that, taking yam for progesterone? I've been through all of that, and I've simplified all that down because basically you're treating symptoms you're after this or you're after that and it's really about agglomeration and acidosis as opposed to lack of nutrition i've said this many times before if you're looking for nutrition and you think more is better you have to first do this before you can holler the word deficiencies you have to first fix digestion you have to first fix absorption you have to first fix utilization, that's steroids and hormones, and then you have to fix elimination of the waste because because of the types of foods that man was eating, it was blocking and agglomerating the body to where it couldn't eliminate its waste. So then not eliminating waste. Now, I'm not talking about digestive waste through the colon. No, I'm talking about cellular metabolitic waste. That's internal waste. How the body eliminates metabolitic acids, uh, your activity from muscle movement, all these uh, uh, acids produced by the activity of cells. How does your body get rid of them? The universal question medical doctors have never been able to answer. And there's only one system that can do that. Your blood cannot do that. And if you think that, then I don't know what to say about it. You're not going to be a good practitioner. You're not going to be able to help people win the day. And so when you look back at why digestion, for an example, why would you have a low enzymatic action in the pancreas, whether it's uh, amylase tylen or whether it's your uh, uh, amino acid uh, enzymes, trypsin, chymotrypsin? Either way, what was going to suppress cell function? You only have two fluids flowing around your cells. So ask yourself, how do I suppress cellular function, digestive enzymes, whatever I'm looking at, steroids from the adrenals for metabolism, how, uh, proje- uh, uh, your cortisol is for sugar metabolism, why would I move myself into type 2? What, what would suppress my cells in whatever tissues you're referring to, whether it's uh, myocardial, uh, cardiac, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, what, wherever pancreatic, mouth, uh, wherever, whatever you're looking at, uh, insulin, the beta cells, whatever it is you're looking at, your question is, what suppresses the cell's ability to perform? Well, you can say genetics, but then we can back that up to you and say, okay, then originally, how did the person in your family tree originally uh, make those tissues weak where you're seeing the progression of genetics down that downline, what would interfere with the functionability of a cell outside of, say, injury, trauma, obviously, right? And the one word that comes to your mind should be chemistry, my ingestion, my lifestyle, my eating habits, my drinking habits, what I'm using to put on my skin, my makeups, my perfumes, my colognes. That's all the chemistry you're, you're, you're interfacing with. It's not, these are not diseases that fly in from Moose Jaw, Alaska and go, I don't like you, here's, here's, a, here's a cancer cell. That's stupid. You create everything by your interaction, your lifestyle. And you can then pound on top of that. That's the physical form, but you can pound on top of that your emotional states and your mental states.
because that's your endocrinology. So all of these are part and parcel to the experience of a cell and the functionability of a cell. Remember, cells are structure function. So what's the job of your two fluids, your blood and your lymphatic fluids? What would their job be? The simplicity of that is staggering. Blood is your kitchen and the lymph is your sewer or your immune system. And if blood is going to break down a cell, the chances of your death following pretty quickly. Now, you can get ischemia in, in areas that, yeah, you're going to see cardiac tissue or wherever. You're going to see tissue start to lose its functionability big time. But what suppresses blood flow? What suppresses nerve flow? And that's going to take you right back. What swells up the body? What side of chemistry? There's only two. So that's going to constantly take you back to one huge, gigantic system that's bigger than the blood by far. And that is your immune system. That's why everything's autoimmune, allopathically. That's why all, everybody talks about your immune system. And nobody really knows what it is. And it's your lymphatic system. Just because no one understands the kidney connection to those, that system yet, they should be learning from you guys and your skin. So the retention of acids gives you what? Looking at chemistry, you only have two sides of it. So looking at the acidic side, that's the cationic side. Looking at the effects of cationicism, so to speak, you're going to see a glomulation. You're going to see dehydration. You're going to see atrophy, decay, necroticism, and bacterial action. And it's not the bacteria you're looking at. It's that they're there because of the preceding issues. And wastes are acidic. Wastes are not alkalis. They're burned in the process of releasing energy. Your electrons are burned in the process of releasing energy. So what's left? Your acids. And all things, if you look at the crib cycle, you look at all the activities, you look at breathing, exhalation, these are acids. And the retention of acids causes what symptoms? Get a medical dictionary and read up on it, every disease you can name. Because it interferes with the functionability of the nervous system. So you got peripheral neuropathies. You've got everything you can mention from convulsions to seizures to go right on down that long line. To breathing problems, all your asthmatic things, and all of this. But you've got to go to your interaction of chemistry, whether it's neurotoxins from vaccines, whatever. Your interaction with pharmaceuticals. There's not a pharmaceutical made to cure anything, guys. That doesn't happen. That doesn't exist. They're not like the precious magical herbs. Uh-uh. No, no. This is chemistry in the wrong direction. However, with that said, you know, when you're in severe pain, morphine can be okay. You know, we, we're brought, uh, Homo sapiens has brought their physical uh, involvement to a serious level. Very serious level. So, you've got to look at this and understand the lymphatic system as we teach it. And once you understand that and acid, you've got your answers right there. Then, how does the body begin to heal itself from this, this gigantic mess? Well, you have to first, you don't take in more nutrition and more minerals and then load the body up into what some biochemist thinks is healthy. Uh, uh, uh. 
I did the Reams theory years ago just for the fun of it. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, it was okay. That's when I learned how corrupt 60 Minutes was. When they did a special on Kerry Reams' uh, uh, biochemistry theories, they had a bunch of men pee in a jar <laughs> and went and took it to Kerry Reams. And of course, you're always going to get a homeostasis of chemistry. So, and they laughed about it, but that's because they were dumb. And then they took all these results, the biochemical results from Kerry to this med fat old medical doctor in some clinic. It looked like it was out in the project somewhere and ask him what these medical equations or these chemical equations meant to him. And he looked at him and goes, well, nothing. Well, of course not. The dumbass wasn't a, a biochemist. I mean, come on. So, I mean, you know, you, you just have so much corruption in media, it just makes me sick to my stomach. What happened to honesty and, honesty and integrity? If you're right, you're right. You're wrong, you're wrong. Set up. If I'm wrong, I admit it. Hey, I didn't know. What's the big deal? You know, we're all allowed to be wrong sometimes in our thoughts and things. But you have to understand the great lymphatic system to understand this and, and to try to supplement and try to grab all your nutrition from all these things can actually have a negative effect on you. And, uh, you know, I'm not in the world of sp spirulina and spit cell, corella, all of those sort of things. That's crazy stuff. But, again... People lived through that. Jensen could have swore he had, from Japan, they would send him all this spit cell Corella drinks and stuff, but it's like, I had jars, I mean, bottles of it. Ugh. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You have them and vigor once you clean the body out. Because you're suppressing this function of cells, you can't take nutrition and turn that around when you're agglomerated with acids. Your kidneys are not filtering, your sewer system's backed up. How, how, how you expect if you're you're suppressing adrenal steroids to metabolize your nutrition? You can't. So there you go, your cortisols and all that other. And then you can have a hiccup because some of them can be used as anti-inflammatories, of course. Look at uh, progesterone. What do you think? Uh, uh, what's the role? A good example of acid and base is estrogen and progesterone. Right? Estrogen creates a monthly cycle. Progesterone shuts it down. What do you think the fetus or the placenta is full of progesterone and women are eating their own placenta? Why are you doing that? Anti-inflammatory, right? Right. Well, fruits, berries, melons, vegetables are anti-inflammatories. Those foods are high in electrons. Those are your carbon, carbon-based foods. Your nitrogen-based foods are all your acid foods. That's your meats, your beans, your grains, for the most part, you're more complex chemistry. You know? So I'd rather see you go into more living foods if you can tolerate that. Uh, sometimes you get your body going in one direction and it's hard to break it on that. But I would think if you're tied to powders like that, you like these herbs, there's nothing wrong with these herbs. I mean, astragalus, ashwagandha are well known in Ayurvedic medicine. But again, I'm not in uh, forever taking herbs either. You know, these are these are powerful little entities, and uh, I wouldn't take herbs forever. Mm. Beet powder, excellent, excellent beet for your kidneys. I think I told you one time I was challenged to do a three-day beet juice fast, so I said, I'll do anything. Hell yeah. Back in the day, I was like some of you young guys and gals. It's like, tell me, I'll do it. <laughs> three days, and I thought my kidneys were going to come out through you-know-what. 
I mean, beets are very, very powerful. And I always thought if you want to get your kidneys filtering, try a little uh, one day or so beet juice or add beet juice to your, but I was losing, using juice, beet juice, beets. And then there's biota beet juice. That's in a bottle. I, I used to sell that in health food stores. So these are just things to think of. Now I mix sodium bicarbonate with apple cider vinegar and as, uh, asparagus. Now you're mixing an alkali with an acid. What are you doing that for? What's good about apple cider vinegar? Nothing, honey. I mean, you're on the opposite side of honey. <laughs> you know, you're in a fermented drink. You're into an acid. Apple cider vinegar is acidic as other vinegars. And then you're taking sodium bicarbonate, which is an alkali. And I'm not sure by taking, and this is something I don't know, I'll be honest with you, but I see it in digestive enzymes, and you wouldn't think that. But if you take digestive enzymes after a while, you find that, oh my God, I can't live without them. My pancreas doesn't digest well anymore. And it becomes obvious that anything tissue performs and makes, and we learn that through uh, uh, steroids and hormones for sure. You take them, my old saying, you take them, your body quits making them. So, and I'm not sure about bicarbonate. And if that's the case with bicarbonate, that, that'll mess with you because that's how you neutralize stomach acids is bicarbonate. That's their medical doctor's whole thing. Pat and I did a whole video on that, the, the uh, A&P professor. That bicarbonate doesn't neutralize or change minerals from a, a nitrogen, but it does neutralize hydrochloric acid. That's why they can't understand on the other side of digestion how you can have acidosis because bicarbonate neutralizes everything. No, it doesn't. But you got to have good bicarbonate. And of course, uh, that's in your blood work. Take a look at your bicarbonate. It's under, uh, you got your glucose and then you generally have your uh, uh, creatinine and your bun and it's right below that. Sometimes they call it carbon dioxide, some medical doctor said, but we mean bicarbonate. I said, well, then write what you mean. I saw one lab or two labs that actually, instead of writing carbon dioxide, they, they had it bicarbonate the right way. And you want about 27 to 30 on the American side. Because if you have low bicarbonate and you're a protein eater, you're, you're going to burn your bowels. But by taking these things, you're, to me, and this is an oxymoron, taking a bicarbonate and taking a uh, taking an apple cider vinegar. This whole I, country, country folk, folk medicine, you know, taking apple cider vinegar every day, yuck. My granny was a, a vinegar freak. She even put vinegar on sunburns. Yow! And then it's a repulsive to smell vinegar, kind of like uh, sulfurs, repulsive. It's because it deals in fermentation. Asparagus, artichoke, beet with alternative yam, bayberry, and comfrey. Okay. Uh, I'm an old comfrey leaf. Why don't you grow comfrey and eat it like lettuce? I think they should sell uh, lettuce as comfrey leaves. Incredibly nutritious. Uh, part of the uh, uh, calcium uh, chain, of course, we call comfrey uh, knit bone uh, because it's power to generate tissue and bone. Connective tissue and things. Of course, the FDA hates comfrey. Supposed to can't have it internally. Really? How about the old people that have been uh, uh, having uh, comfrey for generations? Like licorice and all the other things. It's because an active principle in it. 
Jesus criminy. Stupidity out there. Huge. Huge, huge, huge. And most of it comes from research and allopathy. But we have our own field problems. And there's a good one. Apple cider vinegar with a bicarbonate. You're taking the opposites. An alkali with an acid. And what happens when you do that? They neutralize each other. Almonds may be sprouted today with banana and peanut butter. Those are cheats. You know what I mean? Those are cheats. You want to have peanuts? Now, peanuts is a legume, you know. That's not a real nut. And uh, you're going to sprout almonds? You know, eat them. I used to eat a handful of well, when I had health food stores. They, almonds and raisins. Well, that's bad, but so they sure do taste good together. Oh, boy, I tell you. And you can eat handfuls. Well, pretty soon you're acidifying your body up and creating digestive problems. Uh, I eat fish only while caught. Uh, if I take blueberry melons, blueberry melons, and more fruit in powder form, is this also good? I think you ought to eat more of that than all this other stuff that you're eating. If you ask me, if you want, I'm not into dead animals, uh, so I'm not into the fish side of that. But whatever you want to do with that, Molly, um, you know, if you want a piece of fish, have it with a salad. Have it with some greens. At least you have some digestive enzymes to help that. And you don't feel that kick from a protein so much. You know, uh, put your nuts on a salad maybe if you want. Uh, again, it's all about what you're after. If you've got serious lymphatic problems, this is not the way to go. If you want to get your kidneys filtering, you want to get tumors out of you, this is not the way to go. I love a lot of the herbs you're picking. Mm -hmm. Not bad with that. But get them in a focused uh, uh, thought. In other words, you want to think about kidneys, lymphatics, and things like that. So then you can make your own, you know, uh, capsules or whatever for the kidneys, some for the lymphatics, the endocrine glands, and think about that that way. Think about more of the tissues of the body and the herbs you want to take for those tissues. Look at the detox kit and read why I have those herbs in sp specific formulas. And then if you want to use some of those herbs and those formulas for that, well, absolutely, go ahead with that. Uh, and they are rich in nutrition, no question about it. If they're raw, if they're uh, shade, uh, tinctures are pretty good if they're not cooked. But as soon as you start cooking stuff, then you start losing its potency and its power. And that's not what herbology is about. But if you have some serious problems... Uh, I would dig in with an all-fruit, berry, and melon diet. Go that way. With that, then you could add your ashwagandha, astragalus, uh, a little turmeric if you want. You don't want to overdo turmeric. Um, I wouldn't do spirulina. Yam, I don't know. You got a little kelp in there, okay. A hawthorn milk thistle, neem, <clears throat> okay. A beet powder, slippery elm. You know, some of these things are okay for short-term use. Uh, some of this uh, astragalus and ashwagandha are a little more long-term use. You can use those. Lemon water throughout. Uh, again, you're mixing vegetables with fruit. Uh, apricot kernels. I mean, and then you've got, uh, what is it? Um, the same thing in apple seeds. You've got your, um, oh, what do I want to say here? Oh, neurotoxin. 
It'll come to my mind. Try not to use my mind. But blueberries, melons, and fruit in powder form, I don't care. But again, organic powders and stuff like that, you can do that. God, I like to bite into a fruit and eat fruit. I like to feel that flavor and the juices and keep the hydration going because if you consume too much with the waters out of it, where are you getting hydrated? You know, so you got to think about proper hydration. You got some lemon water here. That's kind of my take on it, Molly. Oh, uh, first name R I M I. And the last name K A U R, Canada, 44 year old female, 5 foot 8. Uh, hemorrhoid, everyone, uh, someone else in the family. Wife has had hemorrhoids since birth of our two kids. Yeah, poor thing. How about postpartum depression? Anything like that? Because when you start having hemorrhoids like that, you know, you're having a, a connective tissue weakness. And it's like a herniation. Right? And so when you have herniations like that, aneurysms, you can go on down that line. So you're going to end up with wrinkled skin and just prolapsing of, of tissue and things like that. Uh, you want to really start looking at pituitary. Her height doesn't suggest, that five foot eight doesn't suggest pituitary, but that's an eyeball look. You know, look at that iris and see if she has pituitary. But uh, the parathyroid, would that be a place I would be wanting to look at? So I would do a parathyroid glandular, maybe one in the morning, one in the uh, afternoon of a, of a 50 milligram. At the same time, put her on a detox program, kidneys, make sure the kidneys are filtering. You know, because you want to clean interstitially. Because again, when you start seeing connective tissue loss, you see a couple of things. One, uh, interstitial stagnation of the lymph system, which yanks calcium out of the connective tissue. And then if you have a parathyroid, you can't put it back. And if she's had hemorrhoids this long, her body hasn't been able to strengthen that connective tissue. I submit to you, parathyroid would be a place I would be going after. At the same time, I'm going to be looking at um, uh, her ability to, to eliminate her acids. And getting that iris look, you'll be able to see if a pituitary is involved. You'll be able to see the rectal area. You'll be able to see the colon and the small bowel or small intestines and see what's going on interstitially there. She could have some serious issues there. And that would be important because of getting a herniation in the, uh, in the uh, rectal area and tumors. So these things you want to take a look at. Make sure she's filtering through the kidneys and stuff like that. But hemorrhoids are easy to fix. Just go get some preparation H. No, but I'm just saying, you know, you're going to think of connective tissue and you want to think of parathyroid tissue when you're thinking of that. And she could have a hiccup with the thyroid. Does she run cold? What's her basal temperatures under her arms? Uh, what's her fingernails look like? Are they brittle? Are they ridged? All these things lead you into, you know, parathyroid weaknesses. And to fix any postpartum, especially she had two babies, you know, she had any depression at all from that. It's a, it's calcium problems, you know, and so that would be where I would go for sure. Uh, white oak bark is strong, uh, stringent, helpful for hemorrhoids and stuff like that. Uh, but I don't know how much you want to get into uh, enemas and things like that with her. I, I like to go internally and strengthen things internally. Uh, and But you could do some uh, short uh, implants of some Hillal tea or something like that to clean and strengthen an area. Clean and strengthen are the two words for health. 
You clean and strengthen. That's why the body first goes into cleaning, then strengthening. That's why your body looks like crap sometimes when you start detoxifying. You start eating right, you think your body's going to look like a beautiful thing. You go, whoa, my muscles are going, everything's going, I'm eating right. Clean, then strengthen. That's the way of nature. And what do we call detoxification? Cold and flus. It doesn't matter what was the trigger. It doesn't matter what the modus operandi was, whether it was the cold air. Cold air, wintertime, we know flus go way up. Why? Come on, medical, tell us why. Of course, a good medical doctor would be able to tell you why, because it's cold out. And if you're a milk drinker, a cheese eater, yogurts, you're going to have mucus. Both sinus, lungs, voice box, and all this other stuff. And guess what's going to, body's going to start doing? Hydration leads to an anionic environment, which in an anionic environment is the opposite of cationic. In a cationic acidic environment, things coagulate, get hardened, and then are destroyed. In an anionic environment, things hydrate and become uh, more liquid, flows better, blood flows better, lymph flows better. You get more fluidity in your muscles and in your joints instead of... Hope I'm not hitting the death too much. Sorry about that. I don't think. Microphone, you got to go up on a boom. I apologize for that. I'm bad about things like that. I don't always think about that things. So that's the way I would go. Uh, they bleed and toilet and it's always full of blood. And see, I don't like that. Yeah, that's not good. I hate to see that. And so uh, that's a good way to get yourself in trouble. And so you want to you wanna go think about detoxification because you have to fix these things. Fix your parathyroid. Just taking a glandular doesn't fix it. It'll enhance the function of it, which is what you want, but you want to fix it. You want to fix the cells. And what turns on cells? Good blood and lymph flow and energy from the foods energy, consciousness, the power of these things. And you know, with the glandulars, they help to infunct a cell like, <clears throat> excuse me, like, there's mucus got to come out. Right there, talk about it, and it's coming out. So, like tissue can help like tissue there, perform better. But in that interim, you're going after why it's weak. Why are you losing parathyroid function? Why are you losing pituitary function? Why are you losing all of this? And then it goes back to what we were talking about. What affects the functionability of a cell outside of trauma? Well, you've got your ingested chemistry. And yeah, there's some gnarly chemistry out there. So some gnarly uh, neurotoxins out there that are going to suppress the, the neural performance of cells. That'll, that'll shut down the performance of cells. We've talked a lot about that in type 1, being neurological type 1s. So that's why we always give brain a nerve now, because, shoot, with all these nerve rings in everybody, your auto, most people's autonomic is suppressed because their adrenals are chronic or at least halfway there. So again, there's in helping to enhance the function of cells, you're not trying to bring in nutrition. You're trying to bring in electrons. And it just happens those foods are highly nutritious. Look at grapes. What kind of nutrition are you looking outside of that? 
we just been going through through these biochemistry uh, freaks and some of their thoughts because they don't have a lack of understanding of how the body works. I'm a biochemist, so I, I know their thinking. And I don't have it anymore. Sorry. I mean, I do think chemistry an awful lot. I do. I can't shed that because in the physical form, that's what we're dealing with. And that's what electromagnetic frequencies turn into. So you got to understand the chemical side of that. It's still electrical, but then you can move up into emotional and, and thoughts and how that powers up, you know, and translates through physical form and through the endocrine gland system and things like that. Is there any natural way to get rid of them? Hell yeah. And you want to, let me tell you, because, and that just reaches in and grabs so many other things. And then what I'm thinking of is this beautiful lady. I'm in the ER one night. And, uh, well, I can't remember whether I was out on call and it was a code blue or I was in uh, cardiopulmonary, but this lady was brought in, 50-some years old, out dancing with her husband. Beautiful lady. She popped aortic aneurysm. Well, we had four pints, I remember this, going in her, and we couldn't get her out of the ER to the OR. She died while I was holding her hand. I still remember that. Couldn't do anything for her. Whew. Sad. This is why I'm always trying to protect you guys. And you get cases like this. You don't want to avoid surgery. What are they going to do? Cut them out? How do they strengthen tissue? And you need to strengthen the connective tissue involved. And that's linked with parathyroid and good moving lymphatic system. Get rid of the stagnation interstitially. because, And that does bring some thought of the rest of her gut being lymphatically compromised. Which would lead you into malabsorption. And you just get into that whole host of problems. Then you could argue deficiencies maybe because she can't absorb squat. But you can't take what the body can't, can't digest, absorb, utilize, and eliminate. Thank you, Doc and team. Love you guys. Love you. But let's fix them. I like to fix things, you know. Make it right. My grandfather was, I was raised by my grandfather, and that guy was as honest as you could get. I mean, there was no deviation. His handshake, you just signed a contract. Hey, Mark. This is Mark from Canada. Another Canadian? Yeah. Yeah, I saw the meeting between Biden and your, uh, your man. <laughs> Age 58, 5'10", 230 pounds. Diagnosed with melanoma. Had surgery to remove cells, lower right flank. You know that salve we got that I end up calling the, uh, I don't know. It's our heal all salve. It's the, uh, it was the bone and connective tissue and the, well, it was the skin burn salve. But it started curing everything. It's the only salve that animals love to eat it. It's such a powerful healer. You can put it on any cancer cell on the skin and it'll heal that tissue right up around there. But what's the problem? We're going to go back to why it's a loma. 
<laughs> we're going to go back to the lymphatic system again. You know, it doesn't matter if you're out in the sun all the time and all this kind of crap. When you're in the sun, your body starts producing a lipid, vitamin Ds, to help you, right? That's what your body does to protect itself. But now we have the medical will say, oh, you got to supplement this, supplement this. Well, get out of the lights and go out. And there. That's why I'm in my desk for your videos, and then I'm out working. Right now, I'm out fencing. And, uh, you know, we're building a lot of fence because the hurricane blew it all down. So we're doing eight-foot fences, uh, uh, shadow box, uh, basically, and then uh, board on batten on one side. And, I mean, you know, we, it's a lot of work hand building all over. We don't buy panels from Home Depot. Crap. But uh, you've got to move your lymphatic system. Again, it doesn't matter what type of cancer because cancer is what? Remember we talked about, I kind of went off on that video, but my God, guys, this is a serious, flawed, extremely ignorant killing machine. You're, you're damaging your cells. Now, how are you doing that? You got you got radiation from the sun, dang on right. But you also have radiation internally, right? You also have acids that are burning you. And most skin cancer is a combination of the two. When you're highly acidic and you work out in the sun, you've got two things hitting your cells. You've got interstitial, interstitial agglomeration, which is stagnation of the lymph, which is just acid sitting there against your cells going, hey, I'm going to burn you. <laughs> I'm going to burn you. Then you got radiation, all types coming from all ways. Look at the uh, the uh, level five now that we have, which is the highest radiation this planet has ever seen. And everybody's sitting up with this uh, G5 or whatever it is. Uh-uh. So you got high radiation for cell phones. You got high radiation from the sun, the depleted ozone levels from all the, the yeah, I, I admit all the acids coming from the car exhaust and all this, absolutely. But that's from countries without catalytic converters and there's a ton of them. So you've got all kinds of things, industry releasing their acid waste into the skies. You've got all of this going on. So, yeah, you got depleted this, depleted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. But you also have to understand the internal stagnation of the lymph and the acids from that exacerbating the problem. Because if you're highly alkaline inside and you're hydrated, then you're going to love the sun. You know, I'm a fair, fair type person. I was blonde growing up. And then, and then brown, reddish kind of freckles so sun isn't friendly to us kind right so uh but the more fruit i ate the more i could handle the sun i stay out in the sun all day long it don't bother me at all i love it i love my body goes oh come on in baby full spectrum lighting i love you but if i'm highly acidic there's no love there no, you've got acid and acid and bang, bang, bang against what? Cells. And so cancer is a damaged cell, but I would consider it beyond return. An atypical cell is just a cell that's heading that way. And those, you can convert those cells around all day long. Done it, I've done it with pap smears, I've done it with vaginal cells for all my life. But a cancer cell, the body's going to have a, a, a monocyte, 
or a lymphocyte take that to where? A lymph node. And what's in the lymph nodes? Macrophages. And those are cells that gobble up these damaged cells. And then it's out where? Out from the lymph nodes to the what? The outside world through what? The lymphatic system through what? The kidneys. That's in your A&P books. At least some of them. <laughs> so what happens if you can't these lymphocytes are stagnant. You can't. You're so agglomerated. The sewer, the sewer highway is blocked. You've got a mass pileup on, on the interstate out there, and it's backing up for miles and miles and miles. And that's what's going on in most humans. Their interstates are blocked. The body is oozing out the skin. And you're getting all these sores and pimples and all these things like that. The rosaceas, the acne, the psoriasis. Kidneys ain't doing it. These are acids. And it all can be healed and cleaned up, but not if you're going to eat acidically. The chemistry you interface with has to be the chemistry that alkalizes you, that hydrates you, that gets things moving in the anionic direction, the hydrated direction. And it's not difficult. You just have to be willing to change your diet and to go down that road and put up with cleansing to get regeneration. Your body's going to clean itself. End of story. That's a natural movement of chemistry even. The natural movement of consciousness. The natural movement of proper hydration. And at a certain point, you'll start to see tissue rebuild itself. Look at that toe. You are watching cleansing and regeneration simultaneously. The earlier pictures, you saw a lot of cleansing, but then you start to see the regeneration of the tissue going on during the detoxification. It's amazing. The body, the nature of God, all that is amazing, but not to the medical thinker. And that's the problem. You know, when the medical steps outside of surgeries and outside of the emergency room, you're into never-never land. You're into ignorance. You're into a killing machine like you've never seen it before. And now the, the airwaves are saturated with pharmaceutical commercials with all the young people now. It's ridiculous. It's insanity. Sad, to tell you the truth. So remember, you've got to move yourself into a change of your ingestion of chemistry into your, into your lifestyles. And your lifestyle change will put a smile on your face and a smile on every face of your cells, and your cells will start sticking up and perform. Whether it's a parathyroid, parathormone, calcium utilization, all the issues of metabolism, respiration, oxidation, will all be corrected when you begin this hydration. But if you're focusing on them as, as individual problems, that's when you lose the game. And that's, that's the mind and medical thinking, which in, infiltrated naturopathic thinking. Naturopathic is holistic. And most naturopaths are not taught that, sadly so. So they, they're looking at the world of diseases through the naturopathic eye. No, 
No, no, no, no, no. The naturopathic eye looks at the body as a whole, looks at chemistry as a whole. So supplements that are not a part of naturopathy, however botanical is, herbology is a major part. It's holistic in its chemistry and its consciousness. Therefore, you have a far better hit on that. So, uh, again, uh, looking for the best naturopathic protocol to follow for divine health. What is your best recommendation? I would go on a fruit, berry, and melon diet as much as you can. If you, you know, anything else, throw a salad mid at lunch. And then get on the detox kits. Uh, if you can't get the detox kit, then you want kidneys. You want at least two kidney formulas. One lymphatic formula to start off with, or do the three, I think they changed, they got the lung out of it, I think it's three herb blend or something like that, but it's the O3 lung tea, just a Chinese way of looking at it, I guess, but that breaks up hardened, hardened mucus, hardened lymph, you know, those herbs like mullein, fenugreek, pleurisy roots, things like this. These act as lymphatics, but uh, burdock root, these sort of things also act as lymphatics. But a good lymphatic formula, and I get a, a, a light one like lymphatic one. That's why you see four levels of it. One is the best to start out with because it isn't, it isn't aggressive to you. And then uh, you want endocrinology covered. You want your endocrine glands covered for sure because the adrenals control the kidneys and you want kidney filtration, so you got to go after the adrenals. If you're having parathyroid problems, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you want to work with parathyroid or all the other, so the endocrine gland formula is perfect. I also do a, a an adrenal bump on my protocols because the adrenal glands are so important in so many ways. Auto uh, ANS, your autonomic nervous system, most of them are suppressed, and blah, 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 blah. So I'm after the adrenals by themselves. They're so big. So, uh, uh, and of course, I like a liver gallbladder formula because you need the gallbladder to hydrolyze lipids because a lot of you are having serious trouble. I have one young lad now, he's on pregnizone for years, and you got to get him off of it, but he's got a chronic gallbladder and a parathyroid weakness and a chronic adrenal gland. So he's not getting calcium utilization, which is alkaline, uh, which acts as a... a, a uh, uh, anti-inflammatory. He has uh, chronic adrenals. Well, there's a lot of anti-inflammatory steroids he's not getting. He's not hydrolyzing lipids properly, which is, that's your main uh, lymphatic system. So you can see in his blood work all the hiccups that he's having. So they've had him on prednisone for years. So now he's slammed his adrenals even more that he can't hardly get off of it. So this is like a, this is like a working yourself through this little maze that you have to work through, but you got to work through it. Or hell is to be paid. The kid's a teenager. What happens the rest of his life? Hell. So he has to, as a young lad, has to wake up to what he has to go through so he doesn't have a hell the rest of his life. You know? But you got to remember, gallbladders are vital to, to lipids, and the lymphatic system is a lipid-based system. Has nothing to do with the liver, which the liver is for the blood, the gallbladder for the lymph. You see these twins everywhere you go. Like, look at the spleen. It's a lymphoid organ. Oh, it's for the lymph system. Yes, it's how the blood cleans itself into the lymph system. Well, where does it go from there? Back into the blood? Cuckoo, cuckoo. But it's also a great blood organ. It's a cleansing of the blood. So you see these two intertwined all over the place. 
And as the University of West Virginia found the lymph vessels were piggybacking some of the, the blood vessels, that's pretty cool thinking. That brings in a lot of visions of, oh, wow. Wow. How does, you know, because the whole big thing is not only is nutrition, but how does the body get rid of the waste from using the nutrition? You got two things to think about, not just one, not just nutrition. You got to think about proper elimination. Well, that's where man's stuck. That's the world of diseases. It's a lack of elimination and the blowback on cells, whether it's neural cells or, uh, or uh, uh, liver cells or pancreatic cells or lung or whatever. We got a different name wherever we go. So that I, I'm going to have a liver gallbladder for at least a month. I'm going to kill parasites out of everybody because... <laughs> You know, so I'm going to go uh, Parasite G, which is for worms and flukes and things like that. And the Parasite M is more for fungus. I don't care about bacterium. They'll go out with a wash if needed. But you've got to have bacterial action in the human body. The use of antibiotics has been another problem that the medical doctor has laid upon the human being. We're going to kill your bacterium. Yeah, talk about microbiome. There's so many people taking all this stuff, like, like this lady taking raw milk to uh, increase her microbiome, really. These are things naturally seeded by your own chemistry ingestion. Your lifestyle sets and seeds your microbiome. It's just the way, I mean, it, that you. it's like the other word for that is your terrain. Your terrain is set by your ingestion of chemistry, the types of foods you're consuming, the types of, uh, of chemistry you're breathing, you're putting on your skin, what you're drinking. You can correct all of this. Isn't that cool? You can fix all of this. So listen, young man, you can uh, take care of that skin. Uh, get it moving. Uh, check your thyroid so you can uh, you can sweat well. You want to be able to sweat well, but you want to be able to filter through the kidneys. Make sure your urine has sediment in it. If it's clear urine, you are in trouble. And you're just going to see double blowback, especially if you work out in the sun. Acid on top of acid. That's not the way it's supposed to be. This is why you look at the tropics. Everything is alkaline. They see a hot sun. But then if you eat fruit in the tropics, you have nice tans and you have nice melon, you look, you look nice. We just, you know, you lose that in northern climate. You become a whitey. You know? So it's all about your interfacing with chemistry. That's all it is. And we, we have judgments about all that, and we, we have medical isolated thinking about all that, which is lost in this whole ridiculous concept of diseases. And this disease, I hear this all, all, always on uh, all Inside Edition and some of these democratic things, and they're always talking about diseases and stuff, and it makes you sick. How disease is going to ravish you and all this. Listen, it's a lot worse than you think. But, yeah, you should be able to fix yourself pretty good. You know, it just depends on how bad your lymphatic system's backed up. And then, again, you can have weak skin cells from genetics. They're talking about cells again. 
And the weaker the cell, the more prone it is to move toward the atypical and then the cancer cell. But all cancer is is a damaged cell. Why would you take another acid that, that damages a cell to treat a cell that's been damaged? Because that because they think a cell that's been damaged is going to influence another cell that... What? Yuck. Horrible philosophies. That's, again, why this world is being invaded on all kinds of levels, ain't it? The level of human consciousness. we got to get that up there. This is a Valerie, a female, obviously. UK, 78 years young. You're older than I am. Ha, five foot three. Uh-oh. Guess what we're going to find, right? Pituitary. Yeah, 98 pounds. Head to head trimmer, hair loss, vertigo, fatigue, food intolerances, floaters, hot sweats. All right. So, head trimmer, right? <laughs> That's not good, right? And how is that tied into hair loss? Which side of chemistry she's got coagulated up in here? She's highly acidic in her head area. Could have brain lesions, could get into the tremors, of course. You can go right on down the line to that sort of thing. And then Alzheimer's or dementia, uh, floaters in the eyes could be a part of macular degeneration, could be just mucus, could be the breakdown of any tissue like that. So this is a serious case. So 78 years young, you've got to go after kidneys. You've got to make sure your kidneys are, are filtering, uno number one. And so the adrenals are key essential. That's the ANS. That's the, that's the autonomic nervous system. But that comes right up into the head here and gives you the cerebellum, mass part of the mastoid, that sort of thing, equilibrium, vertigo, dizziness, goes right in, of course, and affects eye tissue and everything else, and right in the hypothalamus, which is the computer the central nervous system. That is the overseer. And that, you want that working well. So you're going after kidney tissue, you're going after her lymphatic system, you're going after her endocrine glands big time, depending on what you see with her pituitary because she's only 5'3", so that influence from the transverse colon, remember how we tie these weaknesses there to the transverse, so she's got to clean up the gut, and you're always, in all your cases, going to clean up your gut tissue Always. That's an old standard going back into hygiene and all the old guys. Tilden, Sheldon, all of these guys. Carrington. But it just makes sense. Jensen, of course, is the big one on that himself. Gut. I think on one of the videos I showed you the befores and asters of his endoscopy and colonoscopy. And that's when I first met him. And I put him on herbs. So he did a before and after. And it's like, take a look what herbs did to him. And that's the man that wrote the book on colon health. Hey, Doc, sorry about that. <laughs> but uh, real important at your age to fix these sort of things like this because when you start getting tremors and stuff and brain leading, the next thing is every, you know, and what fun is that? And then the loss of vision and, and all of this sort of stuff doesn't get it. You know, you want to, you know. So we got a beautiful eye wash. And the glandular junction carries, we got glass eye cups in now. And so we've got nice cups. But, you know, get your eye washed and start washing your eyes out. That'll be helpful to move blood and lymph. And then, of course, you want to get into upper circulation formulas. At your age, you want blood circulation and you want brain and nerve. And I would also hitchhike which one, guys? What's another one? If you can afford it, 
What's the other one you want to hitchhike to that? Antispasmodic. You want to take an antispasmodic and take it right along with your dosages three times a day. So you want circulation, brain and nerve, and antispasmodic on top of your kidneys, your endocrine gland formulas, your GI tract. I'd go after my liver gallbladder. That'll reach into your pancreas a little bit and give that a little kiss. So those are some of the things that I would do for you for sure. Absolutely. Without hesitation. And what kind of diet do you want to move into, sweetheart? I don't know what your weather's like over there. What is it? Uh, <laughs> um, guys, cold over there yet? Um, so, you want to you want to get into your fruits, especially if it's seventy eight years young. You want to hit your fruits, berries, and melons. Have a high level of that. If it's cold, heal up with warm teas. Heal all tea and things like that bone and connective tissue, whatever type of teas. Kidney tea would be a nice one. So Marco, tell them to wrap up and take the teas. Uh, but that's a, that's the way you have to you have to go after this. Have had 17 years of this. Holy crap. So imagine she's had 17 years of, of tremors. Guess what that tissue looks like in her brain? Absolutely. So we're getting into degenerative levels. And this is why you want to use those herbs really importantly for a high quality of life and expression, sweetheart. Uh, but especially brain and nerve circulation and antispasmodic. From that, you're going into the cause of these things. You're going changing your diet to a hydrating diet, anti-inflammatory diet, which is your fruits, your berries, and your melons with occasional salad, and then uh, you want to go after kidneys. The endocrine glands are vital that you go after. Parathyroid in this case, why? Calcium utilization, vital that you do that. So that's where you're going to do the uh, glandular for the parathyroids. You're going to look at the herpetuitary gland for sure. You're going to clean up the transverse gut by going into GI Renew, the GI Broom. I mean, you want to at your age with these problems, 17 years, what else? Trying to detox as much as I can, but finding it hard as unwell most of the time and bed bound most of the time. Is there any way I could speak to someone, please? Well, get a hold of the Grape Gate and see if there's any practitioner local to you that can help you. But uh, from here, get on the detox kits. Deworm yourself. Get on the kit number one. Uh, get on the month. My new book is out, or soon to be. I meet with the printer here first of next week. And it's just a matter of uh, trying to negotiate a deal because it's so expensive. But uh, the whole protocols are laid out there for you. But uh, I'm giving them to you right here. Two kidney formulas, a lymphatic formula, liver gallbladder formula, at least Parasite M, and if you can afford the G, hit the G with it. A GI Renew formula. You want to clean up the gut. Uh, you want to go into brain and nerve, antispasmodic, and circulation formulas. And that's going to be minimal. Uh, hit your body good. You know, don't be afraid. If you have to lower dosage, lower dosage to a half a dropper full. Okay. Start out on low dosages, okay with me, but you got to get into the fruit, berry, and melon diet. You got to change your diet. You're bed and ridden half the time anyway. <laughs> you don't want to live there forever. Get yourself out of that problem, honey. I'd go on a grape diet. Get some dark grapes. I don't know if you have a caregiver uh, or someone that's helping you, but you want to load up with grapes in that refrigerator. 
and you're going to ride with whatever you see. The nice thing about the antispasmodic, it'll help to buffer any spasms, but I submit to you with the pituitary like this, you're only 5'3", you need to be on the pituitary herbal. You might have to spend some savings here, but, you know, I mean, your life is at hand here. Uh, get a pituitary herbal with a parathyroid glandular. And that's one in the morning and one in the afternoon on the parathyroid glandular, about 50 milligrams. And then uh, you use that antispasmodic for, for the trimmers. But you've got it clean and strengthened. And, of course, here comes the adrenal glands and the autonomic. That's why it's so important that you work on your endocrine glands. And I would do two dropperfuls of the endocrine gland formula if you can get it. And you want two dropperfuls three or four times a day. Easy. I mean, you're going to have to go after yourself a little bit. You're in a serious problem here. 17 years riding with this and not getting deep into these areas. And that's why I love you guys out here. It's why I sit and do this at my age. And I'll do this until I conk over. Probably right here. <laughs> you know, because of cases like this, it's sad. You know, we're healers. We're here to help and heal and regenerate. We're not here to treat diseases which doesn't exist and lead you down a world of loss of revenue, paying for supplements, pharmaceuticals, medical doctors who can't help you in the first place. That's why I want to get this naturopathic school up so you can at least get a doctorate in naturopathy. But I'm telling you, all you have to do is graduate from our schools. You have enough awareness and knowledge to help people. And, of course, you've got hundreds of these videos, free videos, and I'm going to do more Zooms to help you out even more. But it becomes redundant after a while, doesn't it? Yeah. But look at this case and, and look at what we're recommending here, and this is what I would do for you in all seriousness here. All right, I got time for one more. All right, this Julian, Canada, 38 years, young, male, uh, become vegetarian one year ago and then vegan since early 2022. I have nothing but yeah, yeah, right? Hi, Doc. This is concerns himself. First of all, I would like to thank you for all your videos. My pleasure, man. My pleasure. <laughs> Your book that I read and all the precious... No oh, thanks, my friend. I, I appreciate that. You know what? I love you guys. Uh, you know, our human forms are worth cleaning up and getting them running right. You know, they're kind of fun. You know, although you have a lot more freedom without the human form, that's for sure. Uh, while my spiritual awakening intensified in the last three years... Uh -huh, uh -huh, I know I had a guy in here from Greece. He said, at first, I didn't want to hear your spirituality. I didn't want to hear it. He said, but now I love it. <laughs> he is a good guy, man. Because that's who you are. Uh, your body is what you use to have fun with or not. But uh, who you are is everything to your survival beyond this realm and even in this realm. Uh, I started to read and expand my understanding of health and how to embody it in my life, and that's when I discovered your book and your videos. Ah, good. As a result, I became a vegetarian a year ago before transitioning to veganism since early 2022. Try some fruititarianism, you know. Try to push it one more level up and try getting to a fruititarian for a, a, a half a year or a year, you know. 
I am now fully a vegan and even try to consume as much raw food as possible, especially in summertime. Yeah, see, and that's another thing. Cook foods. Why do we cook our foods now? I do have some cooked veggies. I will have to admit it. Uh, but the question is, outside of habitual and maybe some spiritual balance, you know, the raw is always the way to go. Even in the natural hygiene, I met, I met very few natural hygienists that could be 100% raw all the time. And I, I think it's about the consciousness of the cells and everything else that we have to deal with, of course, of course, of course. Uh, too much focus physically, though, you can affect your spirituality, so you have to be careful about too much focus getting the physical form well. You kind of want a balance there, of course, because it is just a vehicle, just a form you're using. But I am definitely into raw foodism. You know, uh, natural hygiene, a great movement. I don't know what happened to it, if it's still out there. But uh, we always all should seek to consume our food raw or as lightly steamed as possible. However, since I made this change, I am regularly sick. Strep throat, cold, even stomach flu. Yeah. Well, that's because your lymphatic system's a, you know what, house mess. You know, when you get strep throat and stuff like that, you're really backed up interstitially. Do you have your tonsils still? If you don't have your tonsils, that'd probably be another reason. But, you know, you just have to really take it when you get into these sort of things and go, go deeper into this world. Uh, you have to go deeper into this world of detoxification and let your body go through this strep throat, get, go through it, ride through it, ride that current. Even though you might come, I have to talk like that. But, you know, just let your body ride through that. On the other side of that, and you can use a lot of anti-inflammatories to help you. You get a lot of herbal teas to help you. You can do some poultices here with uh, uh, oils that help you with that a little bit. There's a lot of first aid devices that you can help yourself move through these detoxification things. But what it's telling me is you're backed up big time, interstitially, lymphatically. And this is all just a sign of acidosis, even gastric, all of this. And uh, I might add that because of that, you're going to see that in the small and large bowel. And so that suggests malabsorption and all types of interstitial coagulation of the lymph there as well. So, sorry, I hope that doesn't come through too much. I keep hitting the desk, but we're going to get a boom mic. Because I, I can't help but rally here. But that's some of why you're going through these things. And if you keep pushing and pushing, you'll get on the other side of these and you won't have these type of symptoms anymore. In less than a year, uh, whereas before, I rarely got sick. Yeah, but you're, you can ride that cusp where you never really get sick and you're okay and you're in veganism or even vegetarianism and you're okay and you're riding that cusp. But kick it up deeper, kick it up more raw, and guess what? Out comes the detox. And that's all detox symptoms. And the outcomes, but it shows you where you're having more problems. Get an iris, take a look in the throat area, and I, I get you what you're going to see. But that throat area is also hooked to what? Upper C-spine. So then you can see what you got with that going on. Get your iris, man, and you'll see why these are an area. Look at the gastric, your stomach right around the pupil. Look at the GI tract. What if you have that GI rim? What, what does that look like? How thick is your uh, gut walls? 
That shows how much lymphatic. Look at your kidneys. What color are your eyes? You know, are they brown or blue? And how much of a shade of, of blue do you have left? Are they white, yellow, you know, brown? And they should be blue, you know? And how brown are your brown eyes from light brown? And all these sort of things. And gives a clue to why you're seeing what you're seeing. Because if you don't have any lymphatic stagnation in these places, acid stagnation, you don't see these type of symptoms. You don't have strep throat. You don't have gastric problems. Because there's nothing there to have a problem with. So what it's showing you is that when you kick it up another notch, uh-oh, your body's uh, following where you're taking it. Your body's just following where you're taking it, my friend. So then just kick it up even another notch. Kick it up to, to all grape diets and see how deep you go. You know, this is helping you to, to, to tear out a little bit, but then how deep can you go? And what are you going to see when you go deeper? And these are all reasons why. Because if you didn't go through strep throat, you didn't go through these areas, you could end up with throat cancer big time. You don't get these acids out of these tissues. How do you get to a cancer cell? What pathway, what doorway in chemistry? Alkalis or acids? Acids. And that goes back to the lymph system. And that's why they're all lymphomas. To one way or another. And if it's a blood cancer, it's always lymphatically caused. Always. So you're just seeing that, Riley. You're just seeing actually what we've been talking about this whole video, actually. Yeah, uh, I think you dig right in and get into a fruit diet. Go on a uh, two-week grape diet and see how you see what comes of that. And get past your strep throat. You got to get past that to where your throat is clean and healed up. That's where you want to get. You don't want to hold that to where you're constantly having that symptom. Uh-uh. And that's where I would get on some herbs for the kidneys and really help to accelerate detox. That's why just eating food detox can be rougher, especially the more involved you are lymphatically. That's why the herbs are there and why I created these formulas is they'll open up these pathways and make it less burdensome on these detox symptoms because detox symptoms can be a rough way to go sometimes. Holy crap. And if you got the herbs to help move and help open up these pathways easier, you have an easier detox. Just saying. I thought by now my body would have less toxin to get rid of. Now, if you have these symptoms, uh-uh. And a plus a vegetarian diet doesn't detox you well. Uh-uh. Not at all. And a vegan, okay. So-so. That'll help you ride the rails, so to speak. See what an all-fruit diet will do. That's when you really see where you got problems. But eye pictures, eye pictures, don't forget the iris. That's your, 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 your five-color glossy world of the inside internal condition of your cells, of the human form. Uh, by his improving them, you have improved it. And, and yeah, you're, you'll get better slowly, slowly, slowly. But if you're locked, yeah, people get become vegans and they wonder why they end up with cancers and things because they never went into deep detoxification. It made you feel a little better, of course, and everything. But when you're agglomerated and you're locked and your kidneys are not filtering, veganism doesn't open up kidney filtration. Not as far as I know. So you're still locked, even though you're doing better. How come I'm having this, the worst symptoms? Absolutely. You need to take your, your train into Wellville. Hint, hint, to take a look at our granular junction and see the hidden message in the logo. What's the hidden message in our logo, guys?
So, but no, no. I know what you're thinking, Julian, but no, take it deep. Go, go deeper, go deeper. Get on some herbs. Get on the first kit at least. Get on all fruit and ride with the ride because you want to get past strep throat big time and you want your GI tract clean because huh, you're talking about malabsorption. GI tract cancers are going out there. Look at uh, well, that alley lady that died. They blame in colon cancer. Uh, take back and you'll see she started using uh, uh, chemotherapy. So anyway, uh, have fun with this, uh, my friend, and realize that your body is agglomerated and you're, you're actually going down the right road. You need to take your train deeper into Wellville and let this come out and you'll be thankful you did. You'll be past these and then your body will be well on its way of regenerating itself. So have fun with that. You're on the right path. Just take it deeper. And that's all you're seeing is that when you do better, you get better results. Because even though you think step throat and all these things are real negative and bad, they are, but they're showing you where your deep problems are and you want to get rid of them. Or what could be coming in your future could be Hellville. Tumors hanging off the side of the neck and things like this that you don't want to go there. So love you guys. Thanks for listening and hope I didn't pound on the desk too much with this microphone. And uh, love you guys. Thank you so much.